You can't let fear stop you from building something amazing. Welcome to Disrupt or Be Disrupted, a podcast from WP Brand Studio and Samsung that explores the business challenges and opportunities in the next mobile economy. I'm John Henry, an entrepreneur and partner at Harlem Capital, which is an early stage venture firm. And I'm passionate about building businesses in a modern environment. What are the tools that are available now that can give you an edge over your competitors? So what do we mean by the next mobile economy? Whether it's new mobile devices, massive processing power, electronic sensors, voice-driven interfaces, or even higher bandwidth, a perfect storm of advanced technologies is transforming how businesses operate. Every company in every industry has to react and implement game-changing solutions or risk being left behind. Throughout this series, we'll lay out what's at stake in the next mobile economy by connecting with folks who are leading the charge. For these leaders, the mission is really simple. Be the disruptor, not the disrupted. I wanted to get a sense of what this whole shift represents. So in order to lay the groundwork, I reached out to Maribel Lopez, founder of Lopez Research. She's a business consultant who guides leading brands as they embrace new technologies, things like augmented reality, virtual reality, and the internet of things. In the conversation you're about to hear, Maribel touches on many of the elements leaders need to embrace in the next mobile economy. Customization, collaboration, security, and workforce enablement. I was excited to learn that next mobile economy really just meant internet 3.0. In other words, technology, the way it looks right now and how that affects your business moving forward. Yes, it's internet of things. Yes, it's connected devices, but it's also your approach to business, how you think about these new technologies and how you incorporate all this data into your business now. I think there's a lot to unpack here, so let's go ahead and dive in. Hey, Maribel. I think the first thing that I and maybe a lot of other people think when naturally when you hear a mobile is a smartphone, uh, but you're kind of casting a wider net for the term next mobile economy for me. It's, it's becoming apparent that just about any device that's interconnected to the web would be part of that next mobile economy. Does that ring true? I believe that does ring true. And when we think mobility, we think of portability. And I think it's broader than that. There are things that participate in the next mobile economy that are actually stationary. So a good way of thinking about that might be a manufacturing plant. And they might have things such as connected robots. And the whole plant might be connected with 5G. So it is a fixed device that's using a wireless connection, but still participates in the next mobile economy. Can you think of a specific company or project that you've worked on that's maybe a good example of kind of the next mobile economy brought to life? So, for example, your smartwatch, as we all know in our personal lives, if you have one, you know, maybe it's really about fitness for you. But what does that smartwatch look like when you move into a business environment? So in a business environment, let's say you're a hotel staff employee and that smartwatch can tell you it's time to clean this room or to 
uh, meet with a certain customer to pick up their bags. So it becomes a tool to provide a quick, short notification for you, but it's used in combination with your smartphone because maybe if you're actually working, you're not staring at your smartphone screen while you're trying to do something else. And this gives the ability to be alerted in a easy, seamless way. So that's one example. So as you think of a company that, in your opinion, is doing it right, so to speak, what are the things that they're doing right? What characteristics does that company have? A lot of what we need to do is, I don't want to say take risks, because realistically, most people don't sit around and say, today I'm going to go out and take some big, huge risks because I could lose my job and I don't want to do that. What you really want to do is take some calculated bets that say, okay, I think this is going to push the ball forward. And sometimes you can do those calculated bets by working with some cloud computing services. So maybe you try testing some software as a service apps in the cloud. Maybe you don't know what tools you need to build mobile apps. So you basically rent some services in the cloud to try to figure out if that's the right way to do it. So there's options. So I think that people that push the ball forward uh, take what I would call calculated risks versus just saying, hey, let's try a few things. Without taking those calculated bets, you're just not learning. You're not in a position to be a disruptor in the next mobile economy. And to that point, how can customization help decision makers implement some of these technologies into their operations? Customization to me is really reserved for five, maybe 10% of what you as an organization does that really differentiates your business. That's your secret sauce around uh, either your product or your experience. Customization, I think we need to think about open versus closed systems. Open, there's lots of open APIs, open source tools that you can use for development. I think that that's all extremely important. If it doesn't really move the needle for your business, it shouldn't be customized. Ooh, I absolutely love that. So find what's worth customizing, that 5 to 10% of your business that actually sets you apart, and use technology to fine-tune that and really bring that out in your particular business. Is that right? Absolutely. It sounds more so like a type of thinking, right? Like, how can you develop that mindset of always looking for what's new and what will set your business apart? One next mobile economy trend that can give you an edge is collaboration. Maribel, can you tell me how collaborating across businesses is important? Collaboration has always been critical. I think it's more critical now because there's, um, in this land where data is super important, there's data you haven't owned, there's data that third parties haven't owned, and you want to be able to leverage that type of economy, the data economy. I want to be able to pull in reviews, uh, weather, pricing information. All that's really important, and all that, in my opinion, is a collaborative effort. But there's also collaboration within your organization, and We are now seeing the move to gig work economy for both, um, you know, all the way up through as professional as you can get to data scientists or gig work data scientists uh, through contact center agents, right? So it's like a whole spectrum of uh, everything you can imagine could be gig work. It could also be work in combination with a business partner. So to me, collaboration is super important so that you can build the next level of product 
we now have highly distributed global organizations. And you don't have to be massive to be global. You can be a six-person shop hmm. and be global. Right. So that, to me, is collaboration at its finest. With all this new technology comes a lot of data. And that gets me to think of security. How important, really, is it to keep all this stuff safe? What are you seeing that we're not on the security front? And what's at stake? Because it strikes me like an awful lot. I'm really excited about next mobile economy security, right? Biometrics, we have bio, all kinds of biometrics in your devices now. I can do touch biometrics, I can do face biometrics. And that really streamlines a lot of the security concerns for logging in. But also there's the ability to say, okay, is this the way Maribel uses her device? You know, does she normally right. do these kind of keystrokes? So there's lots of advanced security that you can put in that helps with simplicity. The challenge around security is you absolutely have to secure your data, your customers' data, but you can't let the fear of security stop you from building something amazing. Every stack from you know the device through the network, through the application, all has to be secured. And if you do that very consciously at the beginning, you can still build amazing products and experiences, but also know that you've done everything you could at the outset to secure. So another trend of the next mobile economy is workforce enablement. I'm hearing that an awful lot. I'd love for you to help me unpack that and rein that in. What does it mean to enable your workforce in this day and age? I think workforce enablement is going to be the thing that makes or breaks a majority of companies. And to me, workforce enablement means that I have what I call right-time experiences access to the right information at the right time on my device of choice. And that that information might actually not just be data where I have to think the next five steps down of what it means, but it could actually help guide me and assist me in doing my job. So we're, we're starting to see that in workforce enablement, it also could be across your app and device landscape. So we had the example of the hotel where they were sending information to a watch, right? So you can think of that as, well, they have a watch that they're sending the information to, but there's also probably a companion device that has other more detailed specs of what they should be doing next and and checklists and, and ways to make their work life more efficient. So looking at the future of these trends, these key areas, customization, collaboration, workforce enablement, and security. Do you honestly think this is a win or go home situation? Like, is it that you nail it and you're going to be the disruptor or you don't and you're going to lose? How urgently should business people be thinking about these trends? You know, it's interesting that you said that because in some ways we could say it's been a win or go home for a while but it wasn't quite true. What I think has changed now is that we have several different technology trends that are part of the next mobile economy that are all going on at the same time. And they really, if you pull them together, are very powerful. They are powerful to the point where you won't just be a little behind, you could be fundamentally behind. And the best companies in the world are pulling all of these things together near simultaneously 
and creating these really amazing experiences are either amazing in terms of what they can do for you. If you look at what's happening with gaming as an example, really incredibly powerful, immersive, interesting stuff. Uh, or they're really amazing in terms of an enterprise uh, customer experience and revenue opportunity. Maribel, so you consult and advise top brands on how to adapt to these new tech trends. And that's a pretty tricky thing. So I'm curious, what are your top tips for decision makers when they're switching things up in their workplace? They have to have what's their main business goal in mind that the technology will serve. It's not just about you adopting technology, like walking in saying, we're going to adopt mobility, we're going to adopt VR, we're going to do an IoT strategy. That means absolutely nothing, and it doesn't drive any right. value for anyone. So what what's the value add you're going to drive? What's the best technology for those? Who's going to champion the project? How are you going to fund it past a cool, whizzy proof of concept you know, what's the ability to reuse? So I always say if you're going to be successful with a project, you got to have one quick win. If you get your quick win with a group, then the question is, can you extend that quick win into other sets of technology? Like, so for example, if you if you roll out a bunch of, of mobile devices, they're not just going to be used for one thing. They'll be used for one thing first that, you know, makes it really sing in the organization. Maybe it's a sales enablement app. But then after that, you know, maybe they're in plant production to help give people access to real-time issue with equipment. You see, you have to build your pipeline of understanding, what am I going to get today? What am I going to get tomorrow? It's fun to geek out about all this new tech. How long do you think the next mobile economy will last? And what do you think comes after that? I think that the next mobile economy, like, any industry analyst, I'd give it at least a five-year horizon. Uh, however, have, having said that, what comes with the next mobile economy, and I say comes with because I don't think that they are discrete phases anymore, is this concept of what I think some people call AI, but I don't want to call it AI specifically. It starts out with machine learning and deep learning and just putting more intelligence into everything. So what's next is we've adopted a whole bunch of technology. We have a whole bunch of data. And then I think what happens next is putting more intelligence into all of your processes in a simpler way. What has surprised you the most? Um, you've obviously spent a lot of time in this space thinking about the stuff, speaking on it. Uh, is there any technology or uses of it or what have you that has surprised you more than others? What surprises me the most is the speed, the speed of transition of technology. It's just really made innovation grow at an exponential rate. So I think that when companies are looking at things now, we used to talk about 10-year plans and it was five-year plans and it was three-year plans and we're somewhere between one and three right now because after three, it's really hard to see the horizon. Over the next five years, what will successful businesses look like in the next mobile economy? I think business in general, the, the thing we'd always talked about was the ability to uh, respond in real time or understand at least what's going on in real time. And I think the successful businesses will at least be able to understand what's happening. So they shouldn't be as blindsided as they were in the past because they'll have better access to data. Uh, the question is then, what do you do with it? And that will make the difference in what business looks like for certain companies three to five years from now. Maribel, thank you so much for your time. This is really, really helpful. And I really had a great time. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you so much. 
So I really learned a lot from that conversation. It was really eye-opening. Maribel got me to look at the next mobile economy a little bit differently. I thought mobile meant just cell phone, but I'm understanding that any device that's connected to the web is part of the next mobile economy, which includes speakers, sensors, tablets. Uh, really, it's all part of the next wave. She also got me to look at how can a regular business like my real estate operation or really any business be part of this next mobile economy? How can you integrate into it? A big takeaway for me was the customization part. It's not about customizing your entire organization. It's about finding your secret sauce and focusing in on that. And that made it a lot more digestible and palatable for me. All in all, I'm really excited to continue exploring what all this means. I think there's a lot to unpack. And I think if done correctly, you really are setting yourself to be the disruptor, not the disrupted. So in the coming episode, we're heading to Osceola, Arkansas. That's right, Osceola, Arkansas. It's a small town that's actually a hotbed of innovation for the steel industry. We'll talk to the CEO of Big River Steel, which is a tech company that happens to make steel, to understand how it is that they're disrupting their relatively flat industry. We'll also be heading to San Diego, California to speak with a company called Ira, which makes a virtual reality powered human guidance system for the visually impaired. Thanks for listening to Disrupt or Be Disrupted, a podcast from WP Brand Studio and Samsung. If you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Tune in for more stories from top business leaders at the front lines of innovation. I'm your host, John Henry. Sign up.